Hello and welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. Hello listeners, good to have you back with us for another episode in this series Vision Scope. We have a program with a difference for you today. We're going to be focusing on the achievements of two people who are blind but who are making a name for themselves in the recording business. I speak of Dominique Stansbury and Patrick Lafayette. They both got together and started the production of an LP and then other blind persons joined in and it turned out to be a smashing success. Let's listen now as I chat with them in the virtual studio. I'm looking for love. I'm looking for love. Search below, I've searched above, looking for that thing they call love. And once I find it, I'll keep it. If I have it, I'll show it. If I find it, I'll keep it. If I have it, I'll show it. My very special guest this evening, Patrick Lafayette and Dominique Stansbury. They are both musicians in their own right, and I'm honored to have them in the studio with me this evening. We're going to talk a little bit about their careers and how they got into music. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Dominique, maybe we could start with you. Tell us a little bit about what led you into going into music. Why did you choose to go into music? It's a way I can express myself freely. And I don't always have the best words to say verbally as much as I can talk. <laughs> I love that with singing, everybody in the room can relate. Music is so universal. Everybody understands music for the most part. Mm. As a young kid, I was always getting into everything touching on stuff, whatever that made sound, I wanted to know what it was. I wanted to know what speakers were, different models, all that type of stuff. Because my family is somewhat musical, but I'm the only blind one in the family. And because I can't see, that was the best way I could express myself out in the world at times. So I grew up doing shows as a kid in different venues. 
with my mom as my manager. So I was able to go into different venues at 10 and 12 and 13 years old with older people and singing. And when I was on stage doing that, it was so free feeling to do so. What Dominique hasn't told you, uh, Mr. Will, mm. is that he was a child star in Texas where he grew up performing in many venues, yes. churches, clubs. I had vocal training at one point. Okay. And my vocal teacher, she would always have me do contests from time to time with some of her other students. And everybody would always be mad because I would always win. And I'm like, I'm just doing what I love to do. I'm not in a competition with anybody. It's never been that way mm. for me. But a lot of people would think so. So they would have their own feelings against such things. Mm. So. Patrick, how about you? You have been in music for some time. Tell us, what led you to go into music? Oh, for me, I grew up in a musical family. Um, my, my mom and dad were basic closet musicians. You know, they wouldn't play anywhere but for the house and themselves. Mm. Um, and we grew up in that kind of environment. Um, there were always instruments in the house and everybody was encouraged to learn something. I, I was exposed to classical guitar at a young age um, by um, a gentleman by the name of John Tapscott. Never forget John, he came to Jamaica to write a book about uh, chords. He was a guitarist, classical guitarist. So I spent time learning certain styles from him as, at a young age. But it wasn't after I lost my vision at age 16 where Audio became a, a, a focal point for my whole existence. Uh, hence, music became a great supporting role for all of that growth. Um, in the 80s, as a youngster, I partnered with Kevin Blakey, my brother, from another mother. And um, we started doing a lot of writing together, a lot of music, until um, we met Betty Wright um, of... Uh, no pain, no gain, clean up woman, Betty Wright fame, and did some work in her camp for a number of years. We wrote and produced um, a number of songs. Um, there was a release, uh, first release by Kevin and myself called Nice.
that enjoyed some minor success. But since then, um, I've just been producing um, with Kevin for other people. Kevin and I, we, we do a lot of writing and production work for people. But since that point of working with Betty Wright, I found myself more producing for other people than anything else. You know, you do everybody else's stuff, yes, yes. but you don't do your own. Mm. So it's not until in 2017 when I was introduced to the Mac computer and using Logic, that's when I reached out for some help in terms of learning Logic. And that's when I met, and I was blessed to have met um, Dominique Stansberry. Mm. And um, he and I partnered through the early part of the 2017 year uh, until Apple, the Apple Corporation, uh, chose me for Global Accessibility Day as the representative for 2017. And um, I was so honored and blessed by that. They did a video entitled it Like a Volcano, uh, which is on uh, YouTube. And um, with that, I thought about it and I said, that was an excellent with opportunity. Yeah, yeah. To capitalize on that marketing platform that they gave me. So I thought I'd write a song called Like a Volcano which I did. Kevin and I sat down, we wrote the song, and I started producing a track, and it was sounding decent. So I called Dom. I say, Dominique, listen to this. And he said, yo, send that. So I sent it to him, and Dominique did some uh, drums and add some flavors to it and mixed it up a bit. So we, we started cooking the track, in other words. And we were in a team talk group meeting like this where another musician came in. Andre Louis, uh, he's from Barbados and he lives in London, England. He's a piano player, an excellent piano player. And he heard it and said, hey, can I have a go at that? And we said, sure. And while we were in the room, he played a live piano track that blew us out of the water. And it was so good, Dominique and I were mixing it and working on it. And then Fred Hayner, a guitarist from Colorado, came in and said, hey, I like that. Give me a piece of that. And Fred put some guitar on it. I played it for Sidney Thorpe, who's also blind in Jamaica. And Sidney said, hey, that's so nice, man. So I said, give me some bass, Sidney. And he did. And while we're building that, another person stepped in. It was Jorgen Hansen from Sweden. And yep. Jorgen, I said, hey, Jorgen, could you give me some harmony on this? And Jorgen said, I could give you some harmony, but I think you need some organ too. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. And he took it and did harmony and organ on that. And then we tapped another friend. Her name is Katie Todd from Washington State. And mm -hmm. Katie put some excellent, excellent harmony on that. She's in Washington State now, though, yeah. Then later on, we, we sat back and listened to it and said, something is missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? And we both said, horns. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got to our boy, Steve, Steve Spamer. Spamer. He's in Chelsea, England. Yes. And he said, yeah, it's a nice song, but it needs a tenor sax. But I don't have one. And we said, ah. Uh. So he said, don't worry, just send me the tracks. So we sent him the tracks. He went to a pawn shop. Um, Mr. Williams <laughs> and bought an old tenor saxophone, ah. took it home, refitted, cleaned it up for this purpose, and 
blew a wicked horn blew on us it. Out the water. Okay. And okay. with all of those eight contributors, yes. eight blind folks, yes. we did a song. Dominique and I voiced the lead. Mm. And Dominique, Katie, and I did the harmony. Mm. And it's called with Jorgen. Like a Volcano. Okay. Oh, with Jorgen. That's with right. Jorgen. Yeah, with Jorgen. Okay. It's called Like a so Volcano. Us, yeah. yes. Incidentally, Jorgen has been on this program before. Yes, uh, we've we've heard yes, brilliance, yes, brilliance, yes. brilliant, brilliant, brilliant gentleman. Yes, he is. Brilliant. Yes. Unequivocally unparalleled to any other person in his realm. Yes. He is absolutely <laughs> brilliant. And that's the blessing, I think, of this mm. music project that I did. Eight blind people using Apple's yes. tools. And the great thing about it is, as live musicians... I feel so honored to have captured a part of yes. your souls in the recording. And as you play this recording, the folks will understand the work that mm. went into it, the energy, the vibe, and the magic that we used to create it. But there is a story behind the title track, Like a Volcano, that prompted me to focus a little bit more on my album. So mm. I did that. And I compiled nine songs to present as an album. And I was invited to San Francisco by Apple Corporation to present tracks from the album on their stage for Global Accessibility Day 2018. Oh, that's nice. Yes, it was a beautiful tribute to the work. Mm. But one of the, the stories behind that album, in listening to the title track, Like a Volcano, we had to also think about the evolution of that track to where it ended up being. Yes. The initial stage we had to present also, and that's with Andre Louis on piano. Mm -hmm. His piano presentation was so extraordinary, we had to feature it. So there's a track on the album with a piano lead, instrumental. We call that Journey to the Volcano. saxophonist Steve Spamer blew his horn piece on it mm. he also gave us a horn lead where we replaced the vocals with his saxophone lead oh. and it was so beautiful we used it as the last track from the album and mm. it's, it's such a beautiful representation of music yes. in our opinion yes. you know we're blind folks yes. and we we focus a lot on the, the audio yes come on
So you had fun. You had fun. Mm. We had beautiful fun. Man. And the nine tracks is a representation also, personally, of the years of work that Kevin Blakey and myself have done mm. as music writers and producers. Mm. Because I had the occasion also to do a rendition of a Bob Marley classic, Is This Love? And that was done as an R&B. Hey, baby, come on in, come on in, come on in. Oh, I'm glad you could take this time out of your busy schedule. Yeah, there's something I've wanted to tell you for the longest time. See right there, right there. We've been growing together for so long, baby. It's about that time I, I tell you exactly what's on my mind. Now dig this. Also done a Barry White classic piece of music, but as a reggae track, mm. and that's called Love Ain't Easy. covers and representation and our interpretation of those two songs but the rest are original pieces and with a contribution of Dominique and Katie Todd um, Sidney Thorpe has been a, a co-producer brother and friend for a number of years so there's a lot of Sydney also associated <laughs> yes. with uh, my musical expression so I cannot leave uh, my other brother Sydney Thorpe out of that equation. 
Music is the only mistress that my wife allows me to have. <laughs> She's pretty generous when it comes on to that, eh? <laughs> but as for Dominique, we're working presently on completing his album. So far, we've counted up to 10 tracks, and we're in the process of mixing and final vocals on some, so we can, you know, have it mastered and ready by the end of the year as a, a Christmas gift. Gentlemen, I want to thank you both for joining me on the program and I want to wish Dominique all the best with his recording as he goes ahead and tries to finish it. Patrick, all the best in your promotion of your album and thanks once again for joining me in this discussion. And here's the title track from Patrick's album. It's called Rising.
volcano, have any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is n-o-r-w-i-l-l number two at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series, Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams, Jr.